What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. And on this episode, we have Zach Henderson. He's the owner of the Rhino and was the owner of the Colony, and he explains how in 2020 they pivoted their business and, and really fought to stay alive and created an umbrella uh, business called Cultivar, where they brought in multiple people, multiple vendors to keep their business alive. It's, it's a great story of community. He also talks about the lessons that he learned in the extra time that he found himself with and how what, what building a real legacy looks like. So I hope you guys enjoy the Live and Create podcast. There's a few small audio issues during the making of this podcast. I'm working on making sure that doesn't happen in the future. Thank you for your patience. It was a hell of a 2020, really for <laughs> everyone. But I know some of the conversations we've had, uh, you guys, you know, as owner at the Colony, at the Rhino, mm-hmm. uh, you, you've had to make some incredible uh, changes just to keep working. And, and that was something that I was very curious about wanting to dive in like you know well I guess kind of just for the audience break down what you what you were doing in the beginning of 2020 as far as colony and the rhino and then mm-hmm. I'd love to like explore the story of the pivoting and shifting that you did over the year yeah yeah um yeah so I mean like we've I don't know we I mean when we opened colony and then about two years after that we had an opportunity to take over the space next door and we you know love music and decided to turn that into a music venue and even I mean four and a half years into it it was like literally at the point of like 2020 was 100% going to be our best year like Mm. come you know after after the winter after the bad winter months January February is like March forward. I mean, we had like just the most incredible lineups we ever had booked. I mean, like with right. bands that had no business continuing to to book with us, like right. everything from oh god, uh drug church, knuckle puck, like knuckle pucks used to play in like Granada, like nice and just those amazing guys, some of them that are in the band home safe have played with us and just just the greatest guys and i mean with that uh from our, our booker in springfield who who books those stuff like i mean it sold out within an hour like it would just it just was on our way to be like the best year we were actually you know might we're actually gonna make some money you know so it was mm-hmm. like one of those that it just come you know beginning of march it was like all right, well, we're closing. You got to figure this out. And then it was just one of those have no, I mean, none of us knew a timeline. And so it was yeah. just this, this awful, awful period of just like waiting. And then once, I don't know, I was like almost got to that point where everybody else was kind of like, okay, do we continue to just sit here and wait or, mm-hmm. or do we just, you know, and I, God, I, what was that? Uh, maybe, maybe like July or August or something. It's like, okay, well, we either just close up, we don't do anything, or we just try, you know? Right. And so it was like... So a few months kind of went by where you're hoping, like really all of us thought two weeks, mm-hmm. oh, maybe by May, oh, maybe, and it just kept extending and extending. Uh, yeah. But you finally came to a point, 
we got we got to do something. We need to make a move. Yeah, and so it was uh, um, just, you know, it's like, well, if we try and it doesn't work, well, then at mm-hmm. least we can say that we, you know, tried. Because, like, our biggest thing was, like, we have, like, so, so many underlining background things that are, like, against us, like, you know, still paying, you know, on stuff from, like, when we had our brewery. I mean, it just, like, there's just a lot of stuff working for us that just we learned along the way that we're, you know, still, you know, figuring out, we don't know everything, but it was just, we at least have to try and do something for the sake of, you know, like I guess if it was one of those, if it was just a shop that like people wouldn't miss or that we didn't like cultivate this just awesome community of people around, it wouldn't, it would have been an easy answer just to like be done, but it was, it was incredibly difficult. Like, to to think about not having that place in the future you know just for like kind of stepping aside from your flow for a second Mm -hmm. you guys created such a unique space the rhino colony it was it was a community it was like the north kansas city cheers in a way where yeah uh, like even even for myself like i would find myself there officing (laughs) during Mm -hmm. the day um and then going to shows and seeing people like every time you go it's like I just feel like my, my friends are here. The people I care about, are here. Mm-hmm. I knew the baristas and the bartenders. And, and that, that was just my one experience where so many other people were even more heavily connected. It, to me, it was such a powerful thing you guys had created. What, and I, I say that, like, what drove that for you to create a community uh, behind it? Or did it just kind of happen by accident? No, I mean, the, the, the community aspect was always the first and foremost thing that um, whenever we created the space and then we just kept pivoting on things that, you know, we kept changing our business because it was not so much of what like felt like we needed to have in the community, but it was like our passion was music and our, and because it was like, I mean, I, I, I spent since I was 12 or 13 years old every weekend going downtown to shows. I mean, it was like that was that was my life. And that was um, like being in the like that was my safe space growing up like that was, mm-hmm. you know, I like I quit doing sports. I quit, you know, like stopped caring about school. It was like I only cared about like music and cared about like not just like playing, but like being in like the community of like just people that like live music because it was like, those were my people. And it was like, that just made so much sense to then really start focusing on that. And so it was, it was kind of one of those, like, I mean, I grew up going to El Torreon to Beaumont to all these places and I loved all of it, but there was never like a big sense of like the community aspect of like, like that came out of each venue it was just like we're just a shell for you know bands to come in and play and so they you know but there were iconic artists essentially and that's why people were drawn to it yeah yeah and it's like nothing i mean i i love the spaces i miss them all so much but it was just one of those like there was other venues that i grew up going to uh like new earth main street cafe like all these places that that organically had that community with it it was like no matter what band was playing i was gonna see the same people all the time because it was like they didn't care about i mean they they want to you know see the band but it was like this is just where we all went every weekend and stuff and so it was like trying to bring some of that back in it um 
And so it, it was that, but it was also like, I, I love, like, I love any venue I go to, but there was also this, like, we, wanting to make sure that all of, like, our staff and bartenders and everything understood that, like, not just serving the customer, but it was, like, helping to create that community, that, like, cheers feeling of, you know, like, not, you're not just, like, welcome here, but, like, we're excited to see you, and it was, like, wanting to have like just the best staff possible of like making you feel that and people like Ben went Ethan Bunce, um, you know, like a lot of our new Andrew DeHoff, Jessica Johnson, um, like all of like our staff, um, Kaylee, how like, it was just like, they understood that. And like, mm-hmm. that was like, you know, it's like whenever you, whenever companies hire, it's like, if they're not hiring for culture first, mm-hmm. there's going to be, you know, you can train people to do a lot of stuff, but if they don't understand your mission and like have a sense of pride in that too, it may not work out for that long. You know, it's like, you can't teach people how to, you know, that is, so it's like that first and foremost, like, I think that's, that was kind of just like looking back the bread and butter of everything of just like yeah. having those people that care about the people. that. Well, I, I know both you and I, we've even worked in organizations together in the past and we've seen where incredibly talented people who don't believe in the culture or the vision, uh, they, they weed themselves out very quickly, be, even though they're so talented. And I've seen people yeah. less talented, but believed in the culture who are willing to learn and grow, uh, excel oh, yeah. and, and be such a benefit to organization. So, yeah. so you, well. you know, you created this community, um, you're fighting for it. There's people, I know there's people even broken hearted that they can't go. I remember walking by one day when it was just all like all dark inside. And in fact, one time I went to go get wings cause you guys had started doing wings and yeah. I realized you guys were starting to close like mm-hmm. earlier and earlier. And I was like, Oh man, what's going on? So you're realizing in June ish, right. That you need to fight for this. You need to figure out mm-hmm. what to do. So what were some of your next steps in changing your business model? Yeah. So it was kind of, um, I mean, some of like the, just the big underlying things were like, oh, we don't have like, I mean, like within a week of pandemic starting, our bank account was drained like immediately from like, cause you know, we run on super small margins or, you know, we like, we, we, we either operate like flat or at a loss and just, you know, it's just, it, it, you know, we didn't get into any of this to make money, you know, I mean, it's just like, but just keeping open, but then it's like, oh, we don't have any money to pay on our bank loan. We don't have any money to pay rent. We don't have, you know, and so it was just like some of those bigger things was going to our landlord, our banker, um, and they like have been amazing through this entire process. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, after um, they've been like, completely like understanding like forgave forgave our rent haven't we haven't um been having any like uh payments on our bank loan till we get up and running and stuff That's and amazing, like it's man. been um it, it's been awesome some of the you know other stuff like casey power and lie or uh, evergy and you know some of this other stuff just having to um just having to like pay out of pocket just to like keep like some of those like contracts going and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, so it was like figuring out that, you know, if, if honestly, if our, uh, bank and landlord, if they wouldn't have been so gracious with an understanding to everything that's been going on, like, 
that that would have just sealed the deal. That would just would have been done. And so mm-hmm. those are the biggest things. And so so once we kind of like had those conversations and stuff, we uh, did our fundraiser and stuff and um, was amazing. Like, um, you know, was able to, you know, continue to keep the lights on and then um, be able to for us to start thinking through, well, how do we do we keep doing the same thing we're doing? We have this huge space and it, you know, monthly was costing us like a lot of money and rent mm-hmm. it's, it was expensive. And so, you know, trying to figure out location as well. So that comes out of yeah. price as well, no doubt. Yeah. And so we've, we've had like, we've had good partnerships with people and have, you know, rough partnerships with people. We've learned a lot. And so it was just one of those things of just like thinking back, sitting down and just, you know, what, what do we do? And so I like, I love a lot of these places that are popping up that are just like shared, shared uh, spaces that, you know, um, have kind of, that are, you know, open all day have, um, you know, we already had a coffee shop in there. So it was like, okay, well, let's find a coffee vendor. Let's find someone else to run the kitchen. Let's like, how do I put all these people in this big space where we all can operate as we want to. And, basically just like have a lot of our expenses be really just cut down a lot so that one we can operate during a pandemic and will make sense for us in the future. And so by the grace of God, it is just like everything kind of came together and it is like found the most amazing partners. Um, Post coffee, uh, Levi and Tanner who run that are just like the greatest guys in the world and have just a lot of brand equity in this city. Um, They, you know, just like follow a lot of the same vision that, you know, we've always had. Um, and they and, seem to hire some of the same baristas as well. When I, I yeah, went in, which I was is like, just, oh, hey, what's up? It, which is so it, awesome. It's a new name, like, but the same yeah, feel, really. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it was just like, they were just able to like jump right in and, you know, it was awesome. Like we, we already had all the coffee stuff still, like all of our stuff in the kitchen, bringing in, uh, Caitlin from, uh, cheesy street. And it is just like, just found these amazing people bringing in, uh, Ben who's opening up or has like a photo studio in the Rhino during the day. It's a huge space for him and it helps us where it's just empty space. We're not using for the day. And, um, and then super excited, uh, that like Alex Garnett is moving his uh, recording studio and taking over our old brew space just to have him in there. is just going to be just amazing and uh so it's just like it's just awesome yeah i think that's what's unique about your vision and business model a lot of people they want to own the whole thing Uh, but here you are divvying it out and you really guys you guys have really operated that way uh before where they you had someone come in with a brewery had someone come in with a restaurant Mm -hmm. and i think it's a it's a powerful show of community in business and even even hearing you talk about somehow your landlords get that idea about community and mm-hmm. business as well. Like if we work together, we all can succeed together. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that to me, that's, that's a powerful thing that you've done where you have so many things uh, operating and working in the same place. And where, as far as the music venue itself though, what, mm-hmm. what are the next step visions for that? Cause I know that's your heart. That's your passion. That's where it started for you. Uh, mm-hmm. what's that look like in the future for the Rhino? Yeah. So we've had to, um, really like navigate our way through because we're like basically kind of like dissolving colony. Um, 
instead of trying to always like fight against each other because it was people that always want to come in colony for really good cocktails mm-hmm. and food and then it was like people who just want to come do shows so we're like okay well we can't keep fighting you know this battle um and like we just really want to i mean our you know our main passion is like you know music and so we we're kind of moving towards just like a full-fledged like music venue like everything is going to be um more operated like that there's going to be a lot easier ways for you know people that just want food or to-go cocktails we're going to be able to do um be able to like online order do all um all this stuff so we won't be having that you know fighting balance of like oh i just want to come in for food or something and so we're we're fixing a lot of the problems that we had before um and so we basically been working so we, we've had to create a new business, which will, which is Cultivar, which will be all of um, the name that all the brands will kind of sit under. The um, umbrella of both spaces, essentially. Yeah. Both, and for for the audience, both spaces are still connected with a, yeah. a big door, essentially. <laughs> so yeah. they're almost one in the same. As yeah. Far as space so goes, but. yeah. So we spent the last two or three months getting everything together to get our uh, uh, new business license and then liquor license, and so. Uh, we got everything turned in and I am hoping by the end of the week that we have everything in that we will be able to actually open next week. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, so post is already in there doing coffee in the morning and then, um, been just working a lot of nights at the shop, just getting it ready and cleaned. And, um, I was there la- uh, last night helping, uh, with Ben helping get, uh, the kitchen, like new signage hung, um, redoing some electrical, just getting everything ready. So um, hopefully, you know, starting next week, we'll be able to start bringing in, um, you know, probably just like local artists for now, um, just as we continue to navigate COVID, um, right. you know, everything like, we'll we'll either have like a, assigned seats or like bringing in um, or like pay, a, you know, pay to head tickets where we know exactly the number that's going to be there. Um, doing everything very, very safely, um, kind of watching our friend Seth down in Springfield operate the outland. Like mm-hmm. it's been, he, you know, is a lot of positive, but you know, he got a lot of, you know, flack too, of just like having, you know, people, um, saying, oh, it's too early. And it's like, you know what, we're, we, we have to do something because we can't just keep you know, waiting and stuff. And so, uh, I, yeah, that's he's such the, a tough line to walk right now where, like I've been doing some shows outside and I know there's some people who haven't almost left their house in the music community and it's hurt them so mm-hmm. much. And yeah, yeah, it's so tough because no one's going to be happy at this point. But I, it yeah. sounds like to me yeah. you're doing, I think the part of it is just finding a way to do it as safe as possible and mm-hmm. to find a way to do it, to actually give a shit about people as opposed to just like, well, we'll just open up hundred percent and see what happens, you know, but yeah. then, yeah. At, on some level of just keeping it completely closed, it, it hurts so many people in other ways. Mm-hmm. So I, I commend you yeah. for walking that line. Cause it's a hard line, man. Hard line. Yeah. And it's one of those, it's like, you know what, even if I personally don't feel like going out and doing that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, there are a lot of people that are, and we're going to make things as safe as possible. And that's the best we can do right now. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's late or it's early or anything. It's like, you know, my wife goes, she gets her second round of vaccine next week. It's like, we're slowly rolling this stuff out. It's 
um, you know, it, it feels like a good time to do, to do things safely. And we're, we're just monitoring it, you know, every day and figuring out what, um, you know, what kind of what that looks like and stuff. So, um, so yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, do, do the best we can and hopefully give a little bit of life back to people for right now. And then, you know, once we're, once things are kind of getting better, we'll, you know, hopefully get back to where kind of we were because I just miss, you know, people so much and miss, you know, just, just bands coming through and uh, yeah, I just miss that vibe so much. And so it's, it's going to be good to have some, some life back in just getting to work on the, you know, just on, on stuff that it's been, it's been good having this time of like doing things that we just put off Mm -hmm. that were like, Oh man. Okay. I have some time to like, actually like make this better. That's just been sitting there forever. And so it's like, we're doing that. Like we're, we're going to redo the stage and make it a little taller um, and bigger and and stuff. So um, just doing that and just, it's, you know, a lot of it has sucked, but it's been a great time of just reflection and just figuring out what makes us happy and what we want to want to do. So it's, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm impressed with how you and and all the crew that surrounds Rhino and what was quality have kept pushing through, trying to find a way to make things work continually. Uh, I know you guys have been fighting for a long time, even before COVID, figuring out the business models and how to make it work. And then I think in a way, maybe that was training ground for when the shit really hit the fan, March, 2020, where you guys keep, keep going. Cause a lot of people have not survived it Mm -hmm. from a business perspective. Uh, And I know you are, are a very science-based person <laughs> and for yeah. you to, again, I think you, I think you guys have done great at trying to walk that line of, of how can we keep moving forward? How can we keep business, which business here for you means the actual community of people that, that are mm-hmm. there working there and that are the patrons. Um, but at the same time, be safe. And I think that's cool, man. Now the, the time that you had, right. I, I know for me, it's been a, a crazy year in 2020, like March, I basically smoked way too many clove cigarettes and drank <laughs> yeah. too much wine and yeah. then started coming out of the haze of what the hell is happening. Um, but it's given me a lot of time to figure out really what, like internally what's been going on and what, how I want to move forward. What, with this extra time, is there something internally that, that you've been processing that you would want to share, like that you would feel maybe helpful even to other people? Yeah. Um, you know, I never, uh, like thought I would be like more like a working, like stay at home dad, or, you know, it's one of those, like, I am, am such like an extrovert where I feel like every day I need to get out of my house, like at least once, like, even if it's to go to quick trip, like, it's like, even if it's for five minutes and there are like, you know, days where it's like, I, you know, it kind of got to the point where, you know, my wife was like, Oh, do you need to get out for a few minutes? So I'm like, nah, it's like, you know, it's one of, it's like, it, it is, it is definitely a challenge and, you know, it's a challenge for everybody. We, you know, decided to, you know, homeschool our kids. Mm-hmm. And so trying to, trying to work where I feel this need to like work a lot and can and always do like 110% at my job and continuing to do that. And so trying to navigate that with kids and my amazing wife, who's, you know, being full-time teacher, full-time mom, you know, working like 
30 plus hours at the hospital at, at night. It's, it's crazy, you know, but it's like, but now I'm like, I love, I love being, I like it is over the last year. It is just like really trained my focus and where my like time is best spent. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's a lot of late nights making up for the work, you know, that I, I might've missed during the day, but like being able to like intentionally like be home with my kids and my wife is just like, it's been awesome. I, and I'm like incredibly thankful for like this time that, you know, we've had where, you know, it's crazy, but like, I honestly, I don't want to go back, you know, to like an office, the the normal life. It's like, yeah, like it's, you know, it's one of those things like, Oh, I want normal life, but I want to stay at home (laughs) because it's working really good. And I, I love, I love it but I also like want to go to shows at night or I want to, I want to right. be able to go to a restaurant. So, you know, we'll the see. The good parts of normal life as yeah. opposed to like the, the cubicle or office world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of, it's like, we were kind of going back one day a week and, and maybe it was just because we weren't there all the time in the office, but I'm like, I can't get anything done. I can get so much more done if I'm just left <laughs> alone to, to do that. And I'm, it's just like, I've, I, I like love doing, you know, zoom stuff now. It's like, it's awesome. We, everyone gets to be in their own space that makes them comfortable and it's, it's yeah. great, but yeah, it's just been, you know, f- yeah, just figuring out what, what is, uh, what's most important. I mean, and it's been just, yeah, for me, just like being way more intentional about like being a dad and like husband. And I've mm-hmm. definitely like just had like, really just bad days, been a terrible husband, just like not cared about anything but my own stuff. And like, it's, you know, really just having more time to really like think about that and focus on it. And, you know, I picked up like doing, I started like being a wine consultant for a uh, scout and seller and been nice. like, got really uh, not as involved as I want because I've been dealing with the shop stuff. So once a lot uh-huh. of this stuff gets figured out, like, getting to do more of that just found this amazing company that does like all organic, like non like sugar wine that is just like, Oh my God. It's like phenomenal. I can't drink. I can't go back to like normal wine anymore. It's like, I'll have to check that out after, uh, after that, maybe I'll have to have you text me that info. Cause I'm a big wine and whiskey guy, man. I love both. Oh yeah. Me too. It's like, I, I think I got so burned out on craft beer from just, everything about that and just like the beer community is just interesting it's you know it's i kind of just got really burned down on it and just like fat like found this like love of wine like with their stuff you could literally drink a whole bottle in one sitting a night wake up feel great never had a nothing i mean it's like there's no added sulfates there's no added like sugars and stuff it is just it's it's awesome and it's just been really fun to kind of like find that community too and so We'll get well, man, to dig into that more, which will be fun. That's cool that you're you're connecting in that way. The the home thing I relate to. I was actually just sharing with my wife, I think last week, where I've always been very much like go, go, go as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. where like literally when our band was touring, we would be gone for two weeks. I would come mm-hmm. home. Sometimes we'd clean out the van and then the family would get in and we'd go somewhere together. Like I just always wanted to go places. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I told her, I find myself now, whenever we leave, uh, I just want to get back home and it's a yeah. weird feeling. I never experienced that in my entire life. And mm-hmm. it's, it's been interesting. That's when we're homeschooling as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. I should say my wife is homeschooling every once in a while. I jump in and I feel really confused most of the time. <laughs> Dude, so much. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I think the other realization, um, like you said, these moments that we get together, um, you know, like our oldest boy is 16. He's going to be 17 and he's mm-hmm. going to be going to college soon. And I'm looking at our youngest is seven. And I'm like, damn, that went really fast. Really fast. Yeah. And yeah. in a way I've started looking at this year and I feel like I understand it's more privileged to say it because I know this year, some people, even friends of mine lost family members, uh, mm-hmm. people who are like losing their businesses. So I, I feel very lucky in the fact that that hasn't happened for us. So I can look at it mm-hmm. with more of the silver lining. So I, anyone yeah. who's listening, I, I totally understand that part. But for me personally, this year, the extra time has really been amazing. Now, and again, I feel mm-hmm. you too, where there's times where it's like, I'm not doing this so damn well. <laughs> so well. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's been, in a way, I hope for myself personally, there's lessons that I'm learning this year uh, that I carry on when the world mm-hmm. starts. You know, I, I almost feel like I hear the world's gears starting to slowly turn and come back. And I don't, it's mm-hmm. like, I want to be able to execute there, but I don't mm-hmm. want to lose these lessons. Uh, yeah. Oh, so much. It's like that. No, that's a great takeaway. It's like, yeah. What, what can I bring out of this that will help for the future? That is like, yeah, because it's like, you know, we've gone through it all. It's like, I can't believe, um, just like, you know, when you're with your kids every day, you don't see them growing, mm-hmm. but it's, it, then you look back and it's like, how the hell do I have, you know, how are my kids this old? all of a sudden you don't look like a baby anymore and you look like a kid, like you're and It's just, and you don't notice it. It's like, okay, time is going by really fast and I'm only going to have this yeah. amount of time with them. And what kind of impact am I making in them now? What kind of like dad, what kind of working dad, what kind of husband do I want them to, to see? I screw up every day. I'm thankful for their grace, you know, and it's for anybody, anybody watching this a uh, fun little fact, my oldest son and, and Miguel's uh, yet or youngest son was born. That's right. I forgot right, about that. Yeah. R- same, r- same right. Same floor. Same floor, right down the hall from each other on the same day. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> thinking about that every time their birthday comes, it's, uh, is yeah, it's, it, it, it cracks me up every time I think about that, but it's just, yeah. It's like, yep. What kind of, what kind of impact are we making on them? And, I, I yeah. can't imagine being where you guys are. It's like thinking about sending your oldest oh. out. It's uh, well, I, but I, I still you, have some time. Well, what what's crazy is I've always thought it'll go fast. I remember having an uh, argument with a friend who just had kids where he's like, I'm so excited for them to get older and leave the house. I, I was like, I'm not. Like, cause we, yeah. we were, like Trey was about, I think six at the time. I was like, bro, it, it, it's already going fast. Like mm-hmm. I, I want them to be independent. I want them to be successful, but it's like, I want to soak up these moments cause shit, this is going fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. It, it, it even went faster than I imagined. And the only reason mm-hmm. I think I had that insight is I had a lot of great mentors who kind of tried to bring that perspective. But then in reality, you know, Trey's probably going to be annoyed. He's, I think he's in the next room, probably can hear me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like in reality, your time goes even faster because, you know, at 16, he gets a car and he's got a mm-hmm. girlfriend and he's got his own life. Like he's already establishing himself where I'm like, I thought we had till 18, but it's like, yeah, he, he's uh-huh. gone less and less, which he should be because he's grown sure. into a young man developing his own life. But I'm like, oh man, it goes even faster, faster than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so how, you know, that, that's cool that you're, 
you're feeling that, I think, uh, in conversation I had with a lot of people, uh, seeing those things, learning those things. And the reality, you know, it's like, as we saw this year, the things we were building, the things we believe in that make a mm-hmm. difference in people's lives, even those things can end overnight. You know, mm-hmm. even these shows that I'm working on or even the music I put on Spotify or the videos we make or, you know, like these things, though they may last a long time digitally, still yeah. they're, they're going to fade away. It's like it's these relationships that are the real legacy in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I've been like. That's always what I've like. I think before a lot of this, it was like always focusing on like that legacy factor and like I always looking back, I think it was like very like came from a very selfish place of like, hmm. I want people to think of of me when they think about like this, this and that. And then just real like just, you know, kind of coming to terms. I'm like this. That's such like bullshit thinking that I can't just like that. It's not about like just having to come back. It's like it's not about me. It's like I just I want to you know, think about, like, I don't want to be thought about, oh, we built this and it was cool. Like, it's like, I, I really like being more like intentional with like the relationships I'm building with people and like wanting to like, I, I hope to like, what, you know, walk in a door and people be excited that you're there. Mm -hmm. Like, not like, just like, because like you make them feel like, like loved and just like heard and like that is like what I really like keep going back and having to like really be intentional with like that's how I want like people to feel like like you know when when like you know when you're when you're around them and stuff it's like it's uh, I can't you know think a uh you know think of a better like way to you know just live like continue living life each day so yeah yeah uh, and <laughs> it's funny we it's an older movie but elizabeth town you ever watch that uh, no i i, I got old. i got really into like hating any independent film that came out around that time because i thought i was too cool for it and i've never gone back to, <laughs> you were like, so indie that indie was not good enough for you is yes, that what it was I, that like garden state any any wes anderson i'm like i'm not no 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 i'm not no i'm I'm way too cool it's yeah it's a well it was a great movie i i had never really watched it my wife loves it so we finally watched it about two years ago and for some reason like she fell asleep and i finished it as like two in the morning Uh and it messed it messed me up there's there's these closing scenes of his wife and his son uh, they, the man passes away and I don't think this really ruins anything for anyone as a watch it like you, uh, who was too yeah. cool at the time. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're giving eulogies of their mm-hmm. father and it just messed me up, man. I went down yeah. to my studio and wrote songs to like four and five in the morning, finally mm-hmm. realizing like, what is it? What's the impression, um, that I'm leaving behind? Did I inspire mm-hmm. them? Did I, you know, is it something that they're looking back on? Uh, like, man. I'm are they think are they saying I'm glad he's gone are they you know is it just these few little lessons or did they really feel loved did they really feel supported and built up and something about that messed me up and it's got me thinking about what is legacy a lot Mm -hmm. and but I think you're right there's a legacy idea of just slapping your name on hotels and uh shitting on everything else you know (laughs) yeah yeah. but but then what's 
but those so a legacy of relationships and it sounds mm-hmm. like to me that's what you're you're really connecting with there yeah and it, it's just like i just uh, you know if i were like gone tomorrow i would just like the only thing i think about is like i i would just want people to just like you know like miss my presence like mm-hmm. around you know around or just like you know is that was was he just like negative Nancy all the time? Was he, you know, it's like, I, I can definitely be negative a lot. I can be mm-hmm. pessimistic a lot. And my amazing wife is every time I'm like that, it's just like, nope, like glass half full. Like, you know, it's like, it's uh, like Bill Burr is one of like my favorite comedian actor guy. Like, I think he's one of the most amazing comics and, he has this old bit is hilarious. He was like, you know, do you just want to be this like angry guy, you know, that like nobody like can say anything nice at your funeral. It's like, well, he, uh, he paid his bills on time. He, he, he was a bill paying son of a bitch. It's like, you know, it's like, what, like, do you want people to like, yeah. Like, like, do you want people to be able to have like, you know, great things to say when you're gone? It's like, you know like like a son of a bitch i love yeah yeah it's like it's like so that's uh i feel you though i i've had a great deal of cynicism uh become part of my life over the last few years and Mm -hmm. those are long stories to unpack you know some of it uh yeah but i i keep finding i even even it's interesting i even had some some fans call me out on it uh Uh on some posts i was putting out where I, they were like, whoa, man, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure, yeah. You, you used to be so positive. And mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't think it was that that bad. And they're just yeah. like, calm down. And I asked Jenny, and she's just like, she's like, yeah, like, it's, it's a little over the top. And I didn't even <laughs> see where that was coming from. And I'm like, it's so hard for me to be optimistic in some regards. Some, and sometimes I just don't want to be pessimistic. Uh, but mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams, who's kind of like a new hero of mine <laughs> mm-hmm. in this last week, uh, she said something that I've just been chewing on, man, where she said, I'm not optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. I'm determined. Mm-hmm. And that just, for some reason, that resonated with me where it's like, like, if I'm determined to see a better world, if I'm determined to see the people I love uh, flourish. Yeah. And that's what I can focus on, at least right now, which is helping with my cynicism and moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. And, and this has like been the... You know, this is like a turning point year for everybody's attitude. It's Mm -hmm. like, are we going to continue just to like breed hate and continue just to be upset about everything? It's like, are you upset about like, I mean, mean, if if there if there's a time for all of us to be cynical and be like just pissed off about everything, it's like this is the year by far to do it. And it's like, okay, do I do I keep just sitting in this and just, you know, or do you know, we, or, or, or do we just keep spreading love? And it's just like, it has been a very difficult year to navigate just mm-hmm. God, even yesterday seeing what Jesus. was, you know, happening. And it's been like, yeah, for and, the and, audience, and, we're, we're filming this about the, this is coming out, I think middle of February, but we are literally mm-hmm. filming this the day after the basically coup attempt at the Capitol. And yeah. Even watching that, like how, like, Yeah. Yeah. And it's been like, and it, I just sit there and stew in it and I'm, and I'm upset and I'm like, I, I just, everything that happened over the summer, it's like, wow, these uh, protests were handled very, very differently by, 
by police, by everything. And it has been, it has been very hard to, to continue to stay, you know, positive. And it's, uh, right. it's like, we, we can be excited if they decide to impeach Trump. And it, it's like, it's just, it's just one of those. It's like, you know what, I'm just gonna, you know, continue to just really just be positive. I will, you know, we, I have my wife to vent to, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like, we, it's, we can continue just to be upset or we can continue to go, to go out and like be a positive, you know, person in our community. It's like, even just like going to Costco or anything, it's like, just, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing what your body language can do. And then, you know, it's been a hard year and feel like it's been very, like people have been very separate either, either way, left or right. And it's, you know what, if we can just, you know, continue to just be that like positive, like force and, and be kind, like, it's been awesome to be able to like teach our kids. It's like that, like you see those people out there picking up our, our garbage each week. Those Mm -hmm. people are the like hardest working and we are more thankful for them than, than, you know, a lot of, uh, like a lot of people, it's like, they are like the backbone of our community and we are incredibly thankful for them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like we, like all of like our, our, you know, delivery drivers, like we, we set out like, you know, food and water and then like, it's like, this is probably the worst holiday season ever to be a delivery driver. Like, it's like, they are working harder than anybody. It's like, we are going to like, just yeah, just the person who delivered to our house. I mean, they had to be here like 15 times every single day. Like that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty intense. And then yeah. on top of it, risking uh, being house to house with people. So I know yeah. you have yeah. <clears throat> you have to get out of here real quick. Um, that w- made me want to go. Maybe I'll we'll just have to do another one down the road because maybe want to <laughs> dive into other topics with you. Um, but the the last two questions, and, mm-hmm. and we'll start with the first one. Um, if maybe even boiling it down, if you had to create a meme to push mm-hmm. out there that hopefully everyone would share and connect with, like to you, what does living a great life mean? Yeah. I mean, um, really just whether I have all the money in the world or I'm homeless on the street is just like being, um, like not just being like, like positive but like honestly like just like like I don't know like being helpful like being like you know helping like it you know anybody with with whatever it is I I tend to overextend myself with just saying yes to everything because I want to be that like that person you know that like people know that they can like call and like no matter what it is just like oh they'll, they'll be here and they'll come help me with it you know and and navigating that and like overextending myself, you know, where it's like my wife and kids might take the brunt of that if I'm not around. And like, it's, Mm. that's hard, but it's like always wanting to be like that kind of like servant to your neighbor. You know, it's just Mm. like, I, I, you know, I love my neighborhood. I love my neighbors and like one, Oh, I like continually strive to be like that, like helpful person for them. And they know they can like call me and, and help me. And I think just like, Oh, like having that is like your brand is, I think, I don't know, like to me, that would be living a great life. I want to have those neighbors that are like that too. And that's, um, 
you know, and I mean, honestly, like not, I mean, like I've learned a lot of that, um, you know, by like, by watching you and the way that you navigate that with people, it's been like, um, awesome just over the, I don't know, six or seven years that we've known each other just to be able to like, look up to you and see the way, you know, you do that with people. And it's, it's just awesome to, um, you know, have people in your life like that to, well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me think of Jim Collins, where there's this, this speech that he has. Uh, it's about 40 minutes speech. And he ends it with, if you want to be successful, simply make yourself useful. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a talk that I go back to over and over again. And uh, it sounds like for you, that's what living that great life is, man. And that's, that's huge. That's cool. Yeah. And it's like every night I just want to sit and play video games. And then I think like, what else could I be doing? And I'm constantly struggling with that. And so I don't tend to relax that much. And I'm like, oh no, I can make this better. I can make this better. You're, 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 you're totally the same way. It's like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta continue like make things better. I gotta do this and that. And like, I, I do need to take more time to, yeah. to enjoy, you know, things. And so it, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. And it's, it's hard sometimes too. So. No, I feel you, man. All right. And the last one, uh, for you, what does it mean to create great things? Uh, honestly, like, I don't even care what I would be doing, but like the number one is just like putting, putting people around me that are, are like better than me, like continuing to always put smarter people around myself that like that is the true key of like me ma- to me making great things like when I was like looking back and thinking about our, our like business it was like you know Ben Went and Ethan Bunce they make our business better you know and so we we're kind of, we're bringing them on as like owners into this like new thing because it's That's like awesome. it would it wouldn't be nothing without them it would be absolutely like they are like the real key to like our success because of like their attitude. They're just like, I mean, both of them, they get smarter every day because they're Mm -hmm. always trying to make, you know, and it's like, I learn from them all the, I mean, every day. And so like putting yourself around people that are smarter than you will always help you be successful and like make great things of whatever you're doing. So that's awesome, man. That's a yeah. good reminder uh, as we continue to move forward. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of shit in front of us and some good things ahead, man. Well, yeah. dude, thank you for making the time. I know you got, you know, dad duties and business duties <laughs> and work duties and you're, you're hustling. But thank you again for making Oh, time. yeah. Yep. Going to go put my kids to nap time now. Be good. Boom. <laughs> enjoy it man thank you for listening to the live and create podcast if you like what you heard make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review the live and create podcast